Hey, Azaria here. This is Daddy. And this is Raising Barbarians. What What is Raising Barbarians? It is about... So, barbarians... Sometimes people say it to just mean classless and everything like that. But barbarians were actually just people who weren't living under state rule. So, so raising free people. Yeah, that's the general idea. Okay. And, and what do you want to talk about in today's podcast? I wanted to talk about... Unschooling versus public schooling. Unschooling versus public schooling. What's unschooling? Unschooling is child-led learning. Kind of looking at what your kids are interested in. People have different definitions of it, but everybody says child-led learning, but letting your kids figure out what they're interested in and then supporting them in it. As opposed to public schooling, which is less like that. Public schooling is the definition of less like letting your kids figure out what they're into and <laughs> helping them with it. Well, it, 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 there's a lot less freedom in public school. How so? I think, uh, like, not being able to go to the bathroom when you want to is one that always really sticks out to me. What about all the money and people with doctorates and field trips they can do at public schools? I don't think that getting to do cool things really has any weight on whether or not you have a particular amount of freedom. What if you're interested in doing cool things? Well, it's nice if you're interested, and I think that you could find ways to do that with or without the school. Maybe not all things. You know, it is the case that you have to make trade-offs, so it might be that you might not have access to some of the materials that you do as a homeschooler that you might as a public schooler. But sure, I, I went to a school that had a nuclear radiation lab. Yeah, and I think I would have been fine without that. It had a planetarium in it too. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I don't think we're going to have a nuclear radiation lab in our house. But we could learn about that stuff, and I'm sure there's a lab we can go to. Yeah. Um. The thing that got me really wanting to talk about this today, we were actually going to do an episode about something else, but was somebody that we met who was doing COVID schooling, which is they started homeschooling because of COVID, and they were dropping their kid off every day to school before, and what they were, you know, every day they felt awful about dropping their kid off. They were like, why am I, especially as a stay-at-home mom, you know, she had been a stay-at-home mom. She was working. She got pregnant. She was like, I'm going to stay home because we crunched the numbers. I'm not going to pay someone else to raise my kid for me while I'm barely making any money on top of it. But then when it came to public school, she was, you know, she's like, I'm still having someone else raise my kid for me. I'm just not paying directly for it anymore. Mm. I think that would be... On the ground level, that's one of the biggest problems with school. And, of course, daycare is, is I think, a lot of moms really um, ignore what feels right to them because that's what they're supposed to do. What was the other thing you wanted to do a podcast about? COVID. So COVID relates to public school versus unschooling, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways. One of which is in uh, in unschooling you don't have to wear a mask eight hours a day sure or if you're homeschooling you 
I'm sure unschool homeschool as opposed to uns homeschooling and just sitting in front of a computer learning from the public school it's it's a lot less torturous I think so too yeah we were talking about um there's somebody we know who whose kids have been who's bought into the narrative a lot of COVID and her kids have been home she says that they haven't seen any other kids for a year and we're thinking about how funny it is that a lot of these people who have completely isolated their children for the past year because the government told them to are also the same kind of people who argue against homeschooling because kids don't get to socialize in homeschooling they say which makes it seem less like they actually believe what they're saying and more like they just espouse whatever the narrative is. When you talk about homeschooling versus unschooling, unschooling doesn't necessarily mean homeschooling, right? Yeah, no, you can do unschooling schools. They have Sudbury Valley schools where all the kids, the schools are open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I think, and they just have to be there for six hours a day or whatever like the average school number is. And they're able to pursue their interests there. And I think they still don't have radiation labs, but they do have more resources available to them than you would probably be able to find in a school, in like just a home environment. And that could be, so you could be at a building with a lot of additional children, but um, not have a curriculum. Whereas at homeschooling, you could be a one child totally alone. And... Um, be using a curriculum and still have to sit and do work a couple of hours a day of whatever your parents told you to. Do you want me to ask you some questions? No. I was laughing because I made a lot of noise with my legs and feet. It's oh, okay. You can make as much noise as you want. Thanks, Daddy. What did you think about school? I never liked school. I didn't completely hate it, but I never really liked it like you did. I, no, I didn't like You said school. you got praise and you liked school for a time until you got older in high school. Well, I had a really bad anxiety all the time in school. But no, I never liked school like, like you did. and I probably went to a lot more school than you did because I didn't drop out and I had a other school and things like that. I didn't drop out. Oh. You graduated early then? Is that what you did? Yeah, I graduated early. I didn't graduate early. Yeah. <laughs> so that is that is different than dropping out. It is. But the effect is the same. I had less Oh, school. it's much better. It's much <laughs> cooler. Um, not that it's not cool to drop out, too. Yeah. School is pretty <laughs> worthless. And this idea that it's cool to stay in school is part of the problem. I agree. Um, certainly I'd be seen as a bad guy if I told someone else's kid it's not cool to stay in school, but that is the message I would like to give out there is school is not cool. Though you have told baggers at Publix that they should not go to college. It's good advice. That is good advice. That's I don't know that they'll take it. I don't know either, but it's... They're baggers at Publix for a reason. They like to go the hard route. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being a bagger at Publix. It's a nice place. Shopping there is a pleasure. Everything's overpriced. But anyways, now I'm talking about Publix. Then you would pay us. <laughs> you brought 
brought Publix up. Don't bring company names up unless they give us money. <laughs> okay, we'll have it again. I'll just say... A bagger. A bagger. At a grocery store. At a grocery store. Um... So, for me, one of the biggest problems that I had with school when I was a kid was something that we try to work on in parenting to modulate is uh, with praise. I found myself really, I really need to hear about whether or not I was doing a good job or a bad job all of the time. Like, well, I never wanted to hear I was doing a bad job, obviously, as a, as a lady. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> as a lady, I was very susceptible to... I think searching out praise because I, I didn't have to worry so much about the bad attention because I was able to sit in, in chairs for six hours a day. Um, but as an, as a parent paying attention to whether or not you, you know, you don't have any control over whether they do that at schools. That's one of the many, 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 and there are way worse ways that they treat kids than praising them. But one of the things that you can do a lot better at home than they do at school is to make sure to not dole out praise based on and call them like traits, like whether or not your kid is smart. I don't think teachers call them cool. So yeah, you want to make a growth mindset that's about not saying someone's smart or things like that, but saying, looking at what they've worked hard on something and noticing what they've done and being like, you worked hard on this. Um, hard work is something that you can praise because hard work is something that's, that's um, it's something that is uh, part of a growth mindset is working hard and and it's not a growth mindset to think you have an inboard in where I'm smarter I'm good at this um it's I can get better at this or I can learn this or I can try this or that's that's a growth mindset um I was not very praised in school like most boys I didn't get good grades um and I you know I wasn't like to stay quiet in class or, or things like that so School is a place where I have to worry about failure because that's what I, I just didn't get good grades. And I, I do think myself smart, but if I just took my experience in school alone, I would have to think myself a failure because I wasn't doing great in school. And at the end of the day, doing well in school, whether in college or or in... in, um, in um, elementary or middle school or high school it, it life is pass fail life isn't about getting an a plus or something like that life is very pass fail when you take a certification exam which i'm also probably against if it's government run but you know i understand there's gonna have to be tests and things like that those their jobs are are you get the job or you don't get the job there's no you a plus and there's certainly metrics and things like that that people get graded on of course but school just it's kind of ridiculous. Sure, and regarding that, the the worst thing about school, the most nefarious thing about school, the thing that originally makes people who are against school against school for a lot of us, uh, especially people who are unschoolers, is that it's totally involuntary, which is not something that's really priming you for how the rest of your life is going to be. While as a libertarian, you're able to look around the world and say, like, this is involuntary, and this is involuntary, and this is involuntary. Yes, there are a ton of those, but, and a ton of tiny little intrusions in your day-to-day -day life that the government is doing. But 
how you interact with most people is not totally on a an involuntary basis the way that it is in school. Um, whether that's how you're interacting with your peers and the fact that you're not able to get away from them or uh, teachers who are these people that are jailers, way worse than bosses, uh, who are, I mean, half of them are megalomaniacal, you know, you you can say that somebody's a good teacher year one, it's a little bit hard to say that they've stayed in the system for 10 years and their heart's in the right place. Yeah, you know, it's the old joke, the only good teacher's a dead teacher. (laughs) (laughs) What what profession do they say that about? Um, I don't know. Is it lawyer? It might be a lawyer. They might say the only good lawyer is a dead. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a, a joke that people make. Yeah. Um, and yes, we're joking. But um, yeah, we're against compulsory part of the education. That's the biggest problem is the compulsory part. And obviously, um, anything that's publicly funded seems to um, result in the opposite of whatever the stated um, stated intention is. So in this case teaching children they they don't teach children yeah so if you if you looked up the statistics like the literacy rates in the united states were like insane i haven't looked at the numbers in years but let's say the literacy rates for kids for adults in the united states was like 90 something percent in the early 1900s and then compulsory schooling started in i think 1909 or 1912 i think it's 1909 uh and then if you look at the literacy rates now in america they have i don't know dropped significantly i did not look up those facts before yeah i heard maybe i can post that the actual reason for the compulsory slash public education was because there were a lot of free schools and people didn't like the free schools because I think they were being run by churches or things that people didn't like. So they want to edge out the free schools. So they started these compulsory public schools. Yeah, well, I mean, the the idea of the schools, like like we've talked about, is based on the Prussian system. So basically they said, we don't, you know, we want there to be one civic mind for us to all have the same values and ideas we don't want all these different values and ideas out there so we've got to get everybody going to the same type of school learning the same type of things so that they are indoctrinated into the values that the government wants them that's and it's not like some weird conspiracy theory thing like that's john dewey just says that right um who's john dewey he's one of the like John Dewey is, like, one of the famous proponents of public schooling education in America. So, you know, Ann Dewey? Sausage? (laughs) Yes, the sausage. It's a type of sausage. I'm not sure. Not sure if I could Google that. If I could go that. Yeah, you said some company names. (laughs) Sorry, Daddy. Um, we I came across the meme today that was talking about how kids are marginalized citizens, and even though marginalized is not the kind of word that I would like to use because of... I don't particularly like to use that kind of lingo because it's not, it's not the lingo of my people. I'm um, trying to use a judo move here. 
by by using their own words against them. Yeah, I, I, I and I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of uh, that tactic, but it's just what the meme happened to say. These people probably were not of my ilk, but and they were saying, you know, to even say that children have rights is a, is considered very radical. And it is considered radical to pretend like, not to pretend to state that kids shouldn't be hit or that kids deserve respect at all. And and certainly if you believe children are people, then they do deserve respect. And that's certainly not something that they can get in school. It's not designed for that. So, you know... Our children won't now or ever have to ask if it's okay if they go to the bathroom. Again, that's my biggest one. I really think that just, like, basic bodily autonomy is... Well, when we're driving, they have to ask. Sure, but it's not so much permission, right? I have to ask to go to the bathroom. Because of the situation. Yeah, it just... It just it's a it... moving car and someone else is driving. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I don't know if I had to ask to go to the bathroom at the school I went to. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, there certainly was a certain level. Like, not everyone in the class could just get up at the same time and decide to go to the bathroom. I remember that even in high school, I believe, that we couldn't all just, like, me and my friend couldn't just say we're both going to the bathroom right now and go off. There certain level of permission. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily remember if it was one at a time. Um, my main problem, um, I, I kind of honestly got a little, I, I was a believer in school a little bit. Like I felt that I was supposed, I didn't like the system and I kind of thought it was stupid. And I, much more later on after I left school, um, I realized that it was dumb and shouldn't exist. But kind of when I was in school, I felt like I have to play the game and, and part of the game was to be there and, and to get the degree so that I could go to college and um, get a degree in college and get the good job and that's just the way the world worked and I thought it was kind of stupid but I thought those were the gate, the gates and the gatekeepers but now I realize that there is no gate, you don't have to go there There are gatekeepers but you certainly don't have to go to college you know some of our most successful people didn't go to college and that's not just that's not a bug, that's part of the design is they didn't go to college, and if they had gone to college, if Steve Jobs had finished college or Bill Gates had finished college, they would have missed out on opportunities that they rolled to capitalize on because they didn't go to college, and that's part of their success. It's not they weren't successful despite being college dropouts. It was because they didn't waste their time on fruitless gatekeeping activities that they had wild success, and I'm um, certainly I'm not saying that that's why I'm not putting my kids in school so they can be like the next billionaire or whatever but it's part of it certainly it's it's because you don't have to um get the high school degree and we'll certainly get him a high school degree that'll be easy enough even with unschooling he'll get a high school degree and maybe even a college degree um by the time he's done with unschooling like maybe you can do the dual enrollment thing like but we're we're thinking outside the box and that means not just doing the things you're supposed to do because you're supposed to do them and when you really start to think of it, it doesn't even make any sense yeah doing doing the things you're supposed to do because you're supposed to do them is 
everyone doing that is how we're in the situation that we're in now uh, globally where people, I don't know, I know it's much worse in Europe, but where people aren't able to leave their house and where people aren't able to see each other's faces all the time. That, you know, listening to what these people have to say about what you're supposed to do isn't going to get you in a good situation because it's not like any of their ideas about what you're supposed to do have anything about making your life better. It very much all has to do with empowering them, getting them in the best position they can be. Uh, n n not for you. Whereas as a parent, obviously, you have the choice about whether or not you want to put your kids in the best position you can put them in. You have a, so much more control when you have your children home. And a lot of people think, well, isn't that what we're trying to avoid? Don't we not want all of these nutter butters out there just doing whatever they want, teaching whatever they want to their children, stuff like that. But I don't know how much worse a, a parent could do than, than what they're doing in public school to children. If you just took a random person off the street, I feel that even with their values that I probably disagree with, they would still do so much less harm than than the current system. Yeah, people want to equip their kids for success. They don't want to just send their kids out there with worldviews that are going to harm their family and their kid. Yeah. So people... Um, probably know best, but they believe that they have to send their kid to school or, or defer to someone else. It certainly takes confidence to go against the system and think for yourself. Um, but you get a lot of rewards because it's very nice to be a parent when you don't have to send your kid to school or daycare or those other things. Well, yeah, even if you just look at... You know, you can look at what's problematic about public school from so many different layers, whether it's because it's mostly serving the state or because it's not voluntary from your children. But another way to look at it that's not a small issue at all is, uh, on average, what kids are in school, like six or eight hours a day, and then they come home and they do however much homework. But as far as the time that they're actually spending in school, they do about, as you, as any parent will know now that they've had their kids home, the amount of work that they actually have to do is two hours, something like that. If you're, in, if you're in school seven or eight hours, you're doing about two hours worth of work for most children. So that means there's about six hours, four to six hours of them sitting around doing nothing, K through 12. For 12 years, five days a week, 180 days a year, they're wasting four to six hours of the day. That's a non-trivial chunk of your child's life just totally going down the drain. Yeah, I never really paid attention in school or did the reading for the most part or studied or did the homework, so I was just a big waste of time for me. And um, I would have definitely learned to read and learn math and learn different things that they say you can only learn through school with, without school. So it really didn't help me out at all. Um, everything I learned worthwhile I learned outside of school and definitely school wasted my time and I'm sure I'd be you know at the same place I am now we're in a much better place had I not gone to school and I, I didn't only go to public school I also went to some good schools and the public schools I went to were good too it's just um, I think it's much I'm going to give my son and children much better opportunity my son's a much better opportunity 
um, to I'm 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 giving giving them um, advantages like both in the way they're going to be able to interact with people, the way their inner world will feel, the way um, they're going to be able to learn much more. It's just there's only advantages I think by doing unschooling and not being forced to associate with a bunch of people. I always make the joke that the you know the people at school like there's a school bus, there's all the losers because <laughs> they really are losing and you know. It's, it's a bad situation for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's another, you saying all the losers and that they're losing just brings to mind, you know, one of the most important things for kids. And the research shows this, not just kids, everyone, is to be outside sometimes. And for most children, that six to eight hours a day that they're in school and then that other one to two that they're at home doing homework is pretty much their entire day yeah, not being spent outside. You're not even supposed to really look out the window if you're in school. And you're not really supposed to talk to anybody while you're in class. And obviously, you're supposed to be listening to the teacher. Yes, the teacher with the valuable knowledge that they can transfer from their head to the children's heads. Whether the children want it or not. Like a vaccine. Like a vaccine. <laughs> yep. Um... So I can't really think of something more important for a child's development than spending time outside and being in a mixed age group and and school stops them from doing both of those things. Whereas as, as a parent, you, regardless of how competent you feel to, I don't know, teach your child trigonometry, you are extremely competent to bring your child outside and get them around other children. Yeah, they have really unhealthy food at schools too, and vending machines and things too to sell them soda and and candy. And they were saying uh, this lady I was talking to today, who has three sons, she was saying her her son when he was in just first grade, they had him on on screens for more than more than an hour a day, which you know isn't necessary. And is not they, they were just using it as a teacher. You know, it's not like they were learning programming or something valuable or, or it's researching something the child was passionate about or anything. They were just, like, sitting there doing their math problems on the computer, like, messing up the kid's sleep for, like, no particular reason. So I think that there are a lot of things that... Between the terrible things about public schooling, like how involuntary it is, and of course it's tax-funded and all of that, I also think that most of the things that people worry about with homeschooling, such as socialization, um, I think the things that you can give your kid homeschooling, like socializing them, like getting them outside, like somebody who cares about them and actually has their best interests at heart versus somebody who cares about their job and has the interests of the tests at heart, I don't know. All of those things make any parent super qualified to teach their child. And school has a strong political bend yes. to teach certain politics. Yeah, do you want to talk about that in depth? I do want to talk about it a little bit. So when I was speaking with this woman with three sons today, she, I knew that she was a conservative slash libertarian leaning kind of person. And to me, um, it's hard for me to understand why somebody who 
disagrees with the progressive state would send their child to school right now because I think that when your kids go to school, they are getting a narrative that's pro-state, anti-market, anti-white, anti-male. Anti-Christian. Anti-Christian. I'm not a Christian myself, but I, uh, I think that that family might be. Um, so to me, even again, save all of these other things that I see problematic about school and that I see that's so alluring about homeschooling, just agreeing to put your children in the hands of the enemies that they can teach them to hate you seems crazy to me. Like I, I, you know, you can hope to raise your children well enough to send reject them it. to reject it, but that's not easy. It's certainly not easy if all the kids around them believe it. And I would compare this to what I have to say about advertising, you know. I wouldn't just let my kids watch media and consume media however they want and expect them to be able to combat companies that put billions of dollars into convincing, knowing how to convince them to buy what they think they should want them to buy. The same, I don't think a child is qualified to combat the billions of dollars that go into schooling that try to get them to believe what they want them to believe. That's just not that it doesn't happen. Not that people don't come out the other side with their own ideas and opinions, but it's not a fair fight. I just want to ask conservative people, why do you put your kid in school when they just teach them all the things you're against? Yeah. And they would say, because I don't have a teaching degree. Yeah, I don't have a teaching degree or, like, that's what my kid's going to have to have to get ahead. And, of course, you know, you mentioned... That you could just, hey, you just let your kids stay home and do whatever they want and they'd be better off. And every day we know that more and more because it used to be, like, working from home used to be something that you could do with very particular skill set. But now, if you want to be a freelance... Blogger. Blogger. But, no, not even something that skilled if you want to do freelance customer service freelance taking right? calls there's or... some there's a guy he owns a very small company he needs two people that can answer customer questions he hires two people on a freelancing website you just have to answer questions get a little training just like this you can just do that for yourself and you don't need a degree for that you can also build up skills from there Right, there's a lot of ways to... Don't need a degree to do the highest paid jobs in our society, like be a coder, like everyone always talks about. No one in coding cares if you got a computer science degree or stuff, but do you know how to code? And if you know how to code, you can just make your own apps and you can be your own boss or if you need a job. or Obviously, if you want to be a nurse or something like that, you do need a degree. There are a few industries where you there are very real gatekeepers. But that being said, if you want to be a nurse, it's also possible to. Well, number one. If you want to be a therapist, maybe be a life coach instead, and then you need yep. no degree. Yeah, if you want to be a nurse, you could be, you know, you can get a certification to become a dietitian, I think. You could get, you could become a, uh, I don't know, one of those people that takes care of an old person. Like the HHA companion. kind of person. <laughs> but on top of all that, you certainly don't have to do K through 12 education to get a college degree. Uh, oh, you could you could just get a GED or 
or you can just probably go straight to college without a high school diploma, I'm sure. In a, in a, at a community college, I don't know if it's everywhere, at least in New York State Community College, it's a 24-hour rolling credit rule. It doesn't matter if you have a degree of any kind. You go in, you sign up for classes. Once you've gotten enough college classes, they go, well, I guess you probably would have been good enough to get a diploma, and that's it. You're that's done. true. I've heard of that. Yeah. So any of the SUNY schools, you can do that. But, of course, getting a GED, if you've got... A half a brain is relatively easy. You know? Even if you don't. Even if you don't have half a brain. If you're like missing half your brain. <laughs> if you've only got one quarter of a brain, you still might be able to get it. Lobotomized and had the connections <laughs> severed between parts of the brain. You could get that guy graduate high school, I think. And then I think that levels the playing field. If they've gone K through 12 without being brainwashed, now they're full-blown adults as far as I'm concerned. An 18-year-old who's actually been responsible for their time. Then if they go into a brainwashing station, I don't know. I would say I would say you're, you're, they're probably better off I, to I'm be someone who's homeschool and yeah. goes to college. But going to college is is pretty. It's a pretty scammy situation. College, so I would definitely, you know, unless you really want to be a doctor or a lawyer or something that you really got to go past the gatekeepers. If you just want to have your own business or something like that, you don't need a business degree. You don't need, like, an accounting. You can learn about accounting and business. If you, if you don't need a certification, um, if that's not your goal, then you don't need to go to school. I agree. And I think that that's only going to get better as time goes on. That's what it seems like. It seems maybe. like... But, yeah, can, maybe not. But I, I think you're right. I think most people don't need to go to school at all. But I would still like to address the fears of people who think, and well, like, what Thinking if? about it the way I think about it now, I would have definitely done school differently if I thought I had to go to school. There's ways you can go to school for, for free. You go to another country and those degrees are still good here, things like that. Um, there are ways possibly, I don't know. I haven't really thought of that, but there's ways to do it where you won't have to pay if you really need to go to school. So avoid at least the debt. I don't think you can avoid the um, anti-humanity, anti-human being indoctrination, but um, again, good reason to avoid going to school it's certainly can end up ruining your life going to school these days um it's it's college anyways um do you want to wrap it up or do you have some more thoughts you want to say you know things you want to talk about there were a couple of things that i was uh, i can't remember if we talked about or not but i think that i'm happy we could hit them again what are the things you're not sure if you talked about well um i was going to bring up the just you know I really liked what you had to say about like homeschooling kids versus public school kids interacting with them we just talked a little bit about so yeah um there's a a thing some some people say I don't really know if they still say it or not but that homeschool kids are weird but honestly I think public school and just regular type school kids are are more likely to be weird and when you when you meet a kid who's been homeschooled they're they're very curious. They're very open. They're very excited. They're they're very um, charismatic, uh, fun to talk to, as opposed to you know the a public school kid who's you know less of all those things and probably more depressed and all that. So so I think it, it's the opposite of what someone might. Say. I don't know if it's still certainly back in the day it was like homeschool kids are weird, but it's it's less um, it's more common now and. And I think just because you're homeschooled doesn't mean you might get to hang out 
and be with other kids more than someone who goes to a regular school because you could have a homeschool group and you just you're going to have more free time most likely so one homeschool unschooling experience is in another homeschooling unschooling experience sure and especially today when the kids who go to school don't even see each other's faces now homeschool kids have a real leg up in the social sphere yeah i mean some homeschool unschool kids probably have parents who are true believers in sure all the the things people are believing but i'm saying what you could do with it could do sure. it. You have more freedom. Uh, the people in this, the, the public school system, even in a good state where, where masks aren't mandated, are being forced to, while they're in the school environment, to wear the masks. And, uh, and then the last thing, thank you for saying that, and the last thing that I wanted to say about that was like, and the one trait that for sure kids will get more if they are in a public school environment is they will be more defensive, which is a shitty trait. And they're going to have to unlearn it later or they'll never unlearn it. Yeah, because it's like an environment where people are forced to associate. People pick on each other. They have to be around people. If they were in a regular environment, they would just disassociate with. So you have to be more defensive and watch what you say. And they constantly get in trouble for things that they shouldn't get in trouble for. Sure, you can get in trouble for anything and they, they people punish. Um, and the consequences don't have any link to the actions. Yeah, so that that's all like you would be crazy to not come out of the other side of that defensive. It's just something you'd have to do. So, um, yeah. And thanks for talking with me, Daddy. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye.